The Lord Jesus was the greatest traveler in history. From eternity past, He stepped into time. We have the privilege of walking with Jesus every day. Join Scott Pauley now as we continue to follow Christ's steps through the Gospel according to Mark. Our world has become such a mobile place and people are always on the go. As a matter of fact, we frequently hear someone described that way, oh, she's on the go, he's, he's on the go. They mean by that always in motion, always in movement. I wonder if we as believers are on the go. I don't mean by that are you busy, I'm certain you are. But I wonder, are you on the go for God? Are you going like the Lord intended you to go? Did you know you can be busy and not be about the Father's business? We've been journeying with Jesus now for many, many weeks and we're nearing the end of our study in the last chapter of the Gospel according to Mark. And it's fascinating to me how this little word go just keeps recurring. You'll remember that when the angel spoke to the women early in the morning, uh, he said to those women, go your way. Tell his disciples and Peter that he goeth before you into Galilee. So the first word to those women was go. Now when the Lord Jesus gathers with the eleven, He says to them in Mark chapter 16 verse 15, And He said to them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. I wonder, are we on the go for God? I didn't ask, is your church a mission-minded church? I hope you belong to a church where they not only preach the gospel, but they're interested in starting churches and getting missionaries to the field and and getting the Lord's work done. But did you know it's even possible to be a member of a church like that, but you are not yourself personally engaged in getting the gospel out? Listen to these words, Go ye. You might even want to write in the margin of your Bible, Ye means me. Literally. Let's take this personally. What is it that God has given us to do, and are we doing it? I was thinking just recently, One million years, think of this, one million years from this moment, only two things are going to have lasted. Two things that are now on earth will be in eternity. That's the Word of God and the souls of men. And we've got to do what we can, while we can, to connect those two. Could I ask you, what are you personally, presently doing to take others to heaven with you? What are you today engaged in that is connected to God's mission in this world, going into all the world, preaching the gospel to every creature. What a profound word this little word go is. I've marked in my Bible in Mark 16, 15, and he said unto them, go ye. And then in verse 20, and they went forth. I love to connect Christ's command and their obedience. I want to be an obedient Christian. Do you? Uh, This is reminiscent of Isaiah chapter 6 when God said to Isaiah, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? Then said I, Here am I, send me. Oh, wouldn't it be wonderful if some of God's people today would begin to take seriously the command of Jesus Christ to go with the gospel. The first two letters of the word gospel are the word go. Wouldn't it be wonderful if an army of believers stood up today and said, you know, I must go today. I'm going to go out of my house today. I'm going to go to work today. I'm going to go to my school campus today. 
I'm going to walk across the street. I'm going to my neighbor today. And I'm going to tell them the good news of Jesus Christ. Every question really has been answered. Who's supposed to go? Mark 16, 15, go ye. In other words, all of his followers. Disciples turn into apostles. Those who have followed after Christ become the sent ones. Go ye. And then not only who is to go, where are we to go? Into all the world. You cannot go to the wrong place with the message of Jesus Christ. And then, what are we supposed to tell them? The Bible says, and preach the gospel. The word gospel literally means good news. It's defined for us in 1 Corinthians chapter number 15. The good news is the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. It is to tell people, Jesus Christ died for your sins. He was buried and He rose from the dead so that you could have eternal life. That connects the message of the gospel to every person. And so it tells us not only who is to go and where we're to go and what we're to say when we go, but then who we're to say it to. The Bible says, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Just like you can't go to the wrong place, you cannot speak to the wrong person because God wants all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. Now, does that mean everybody's going to be saved? No, but it means that every person needs Christ and every person needs the gospel. The Bible goes on in Mark 16, verse 16, to say, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. There's some people who have taken this verse and created a teaching that a person has to be baptized to go to heaven. Now they say, well, the Bible says, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. Read the rest of it. But he that believeth not shall be damned. Notice it does not say, He that believeth not and is not baptized. It simply says, He that believeth not shall be damned. You see, baptism was always connected to believing in the first century church. The, this believer's baptism was the natural outgrowth. It wasn't baptism that saved this baptism was a clear testimony that you'd been saved. And for the record, it still is. Believers, those who've come to know Christ as their Savior, ought to be baptized immediately after coming to know the Lord. They ought to be willing to publicly identify and confess Christ as their Savior before all people. That's what believers' baptism is all about. I believe that strongly. But this is very important that we understand this. The gospel is not baptism. The gospel is believing on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. Now, years ago, a minister that I heard used a very interesting illustration from this verse. He says, it says, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. He said, it's like saying, the person who gets on the airplane and sits down shall fly to the destination. But the person that doesn't get on the airplane will never fly to the destination. He said, it is possible that you could get on the airplane, not sit down, and still get to the destination. But he said, it seems like the logical and right thing to do to sit down once you're on the plane. In other words, a person who believes on the Lord Jesus Christ is not damned. They're saved. Uh, but the natural thing for them to do if they've truly believed on Christ is to follow Christ in believer's baptism. It harkens back to Matthew chapter 28 and to that great famous passage we know as the Great Commission where we're commanded to go, teach, baptize, and teach again. It's the same truth just in different words. We are to go into all the world, tell all people the good news, the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ, every creature. We are to seek to bring them to the Lord Jesus Christ and call on them to believe the gospel and be saved. And then, once they've believed on Christ, they should be baptized, publicly identifying themselves with Jesus Christ and with His local church in this world.
I've come full circle now back to this little word. If you remember nothing else I say today, would you take this word? Oh, may the Holy Spirit put it deeply in your heart. Are you on the go today? You may have a very busy day ahead of you, a, a big agenda, quite a schedule. You may be so busy you think, I don't have time to do anything else. Well, let me ask you a question. What if you simply shared the gospel as you went today? See, when Jesus sent His disciples out early in the gospel records, the Bible said that He commanded them, as you go, preach. What if we just preached the gospel as we went? What if we just gave the gospel to the waitress at the restaurant today? Or the man that pulls up next to you at the gas pump? Or the person that waits on you at the store? Or the person that works at the next desk over in your office? What if we just took the opportunities that were right in front of us? You see, you don't have to go halfway around the world to give the gospel. There are people called on to do that. Thank God for foreign missionaries. But you can be a gospel witness right where you are today. If you've received the glorious gospel message of Jesus Christ, you didn't receive it to keep that to yourself. If you keep that to yourself, you're sinning against others, you're sinning against God who died for all people, and you're sinning against your own joy because one of the greatest joys on earth is to share the good news of Jesus Christ with someone else. So I want to challenge you today with the command of Christ. One little word, that's it, a simple word, go. And I want to ask you to pray right now. Dear Lord, help me in my busy life today to be on the go for God, on the go with the gospel, because everyone needs to hear about Jesus. It has been a privilege to study the scriptures with you. If you do not know the Lord Jesus as your Savior, it is our prayer that you will call on Him now in faith. He wants to be your constant companion. For more information on knowing Christ or walking with Him, visit us online at scottpauley.org. May the Lord help you to enjoy the journey today.